Welcome back to the 9 to 5 to Rich audio blog. This is Josh, Joshua Esters, back again with another episode. It's been a long time since I've been on the podcast, but I am back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. And I got some updates. I got some stuff I want to get off my chest. I got some things that I want to discuss on this podcast today. Now, we are still living in crazy times. And a lot of us are uncertain. A lot of us are going through a lot of hardships. But I'm here to say to you, if you're in the e-commerce business, if you're in the content business, I want you to make sure you keep your head down and keep working. Keep working, keep working, keep working, because what you're doing is working or is going to work. Now, right now, I'm in the e-commerce business. And originally, when when everything uh, kicked off and we thought the world was going to end, it didn't, obviously. And a lot of new things have come about, right? Well, maybe not new, but the sales kept coming in. Sales kept coming in. So now that I know that sales are coming in, regardless of what's happening in the world, I got to keep my head down. I got to keep working by any means necessary. On top of that, there's a lot of civil unrest happening right now. But I want all the smart people listening to this podcast to make sure you're keeping your head down and getting to work. Don't do not do not do not do not get involved with all that madness that's happening in these streets. It's not worth it. A lot of it doesn't make any sense. And I am going to assume there are only smart people listening to this podcast. Black, white, brown, yellow, green, pink, purple. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what color you are. You know, because you're listening to this podcast, that if you put the work in, you will see the reward. It's that simple. It's that simple. And hopefully... Everybody else out there going crazy, rioting, looting, and all that. Even if they're not rioting rioting and looting. Even the people who are not even doing that. Just victim blaming. There's victim blaming and blaming themselves and and being victims and, and asking for handouts and all that kind of stuff. Even those people. Those are peaceful people. But those ideas are not going to get you to where you want to be. But... I know I'm not talking to them. I know I'm preaching to the choir right now. So let's get into the podcast. There's a few things I want to touch on before I actually get uh, get deep into the podcast. Um, A lot a lot has changed since since the last time I recorded. Um, I believe that was back in May. Um, I quit my job. I had a part time job. I had quit my job um, sooner than I planned to. Um, you know, I had a part time job. You know, I, I mentioned this stuff in the podcast before. I picked up a part time job um, the end of last year in December, um, just just to kind of smoothen over some of the bumps I was having in my business. Um, and you know, it was cool, you know, it's, you know, a couple of hours a day, you know, go home, get back to, get back to the business. And I did what it did. Right. Um, my goal was to leave my, leave that job by the end of this year. So December, um, you know, once I found out my wife was, was having twins, um, that are due in December, I was going to, you know, leave at that time. 
you know, it, it just, it just, uh, it just made sense to do. It just made sense to make that decision uh, for that time. But um, things have changed. Uh, I wanted to um, reduce my risk of exposure um, to uh, to the to the COVID nineteen. I wanted to reduce my risk, and um, you know, reduce my risk to to basically just stay out the way um, because if for whatever reason, if one of, if, you know, if I catch it, my wife catches it while she's pregnant, um, there'd be a lot of, uh, a lot of disaster in our lives, <laughs> you know, given the fact that, you know, we, we, we raise our kids. We have currently, we currently have three little kids right now, uh, six, four, and two. And, uh, we take care of them ourselves. We do, we, you know, we don't have help. Um, and, you know, we pay our own bills. We do everything ourselves. Like there's nothing no one else, there's nothing no one does for us. And we don't really have um, a, a a support system to pick up, to take care of our kids for us if one of us gets really ill. Not only that, she's, she's, she's pregnant. So I wouldn't want to um, expose my wife to any of that. Um, so she's considered high risk, I guess, you know, and, you know, there were people or there was a person who, um, got the coronavirus at my job and, um, and, and, and it just made me realize just like, you know, I, I can't really control what, what other people do. Other people expose themselves other people may or may not take it seriously and they end up exposing themselves and then exposing, you know, others such as myself. And, um, I was working in a kind of, you know, a, a close area, you know, and, and even though, even though, you know, 90% of the people were working from home, um, the people who, the, the 10% of people who were working in the office and, you know, small space, relatively speaking, um, People, people are going to do what they do. And even if they do take it seriously, you know, they may have just, you know, unintentionally, obviously unintentionally exposed themselves. Um, but at that time, I realized, you know what, I, just, I can't um, I'll be putting my 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 livelihood in other people's hands. No one no one else is going to you know pay me if I get sick. You know, I was, I was a part time worker. So there's a lot of benefits that I did not get. Um, so, you know, it, it just wasn't worth it for me. So I had to, uh, leave my job earlier than, than I expected. And on top of that, you know, the other challenge is, uh, schools. So my six year old is going to school a hundred percent online, you know, we're in Nevada, uh, um, and, and that's what they're doing in Nevada, going to school full time online. And it, 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 it would not you know, there's no support system in terms of, um, there's no support system in terms of that, you know, everything, mostly everything falls on the parents to make sure their kids are sitting at home, um, monitoring their online education. I mean, they even, the school district even went as far as to say that, they need a parent. Our child needs a parent to sit with them between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Well, you know, there's breaks in between and all that kind of stuff. They even went as far as to say that we have to sit with them during school time. You know, so a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. I would have had to uh, step away from my job to um, to 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 basically help out you know, with the kids. And it's, it's really sad because there's a lot of people, um, there's a lot of people in, 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 I am fortunate, um, in, in the sense that I am willing to take that risk. I'm willing to put my back up against a wall and lose that source of income and find ways to increase my income, um, uh, and, and get multiple streams of income. I'm willing to do that. I'm not in a position where it's like, oh, okay, well, 
I don't need this job, whatever. I don't care. I'm making 10 grand a month. That's not the case, you know. So, so you know, me leaving that job has put a financial strain um, on me and my family. And it is my duty, my job, and my responsibility to figure that out, right? So I, I did not leave with a plan per se. Um, there are some things that um, that I did plan out to do in my business to increase my current business, my, my, my current business. But um, I am fortunate in the sense that I have a business and that I am over the past, you know, year or so, I've been developing, um, I have been developing you know, business skills, entrepreneurial skills to where that I'm not starting from ground zero, right? It, 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 I'm not leaving a, a situation and starting from ground zero, you know, so that's where I'm fortunate. And I feel really, um, really sad for, for people who have uh, invested their their time and um, lives in institutions um, such as corporate America or college, and they didn't take the time to uh, build a business on the side or do things entrepreneurial because they were trusting these systems um, I, I feel really bad for those folks and, 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 um, I feel really bad for them if they're experiencing a hardship right now. Um, cause there's a lot of people who still have jobs. That's obvious. Most people still have jobs, but those people, um, who are many of them lower level working employees, um, are experiencing hardships, you know, in terms of job loss. And, um, I, I just, uh, really urge, urge everyone. Um, if there's anyone listening that has not jumped out and pursued their, their entrepreneurial dreams, um, to start, I mean, I mean, you you have to start. You have to start now. Now is the best time to start anything, um, any business. I mean, it's now is the time to start, especially if you're in the content business or the e-commerce business, because those are the obvious ones. Um, As everybody or more people are coming online to to shop or to, you know, view content so on and so forth. Um, right now is an amazing time. Um, I do not recommend or or advocate anyone just quitting their job to to do to do this. Um, I I mean I've been working on things. You know I've been in the game. So and I've done this many times. So me I I, I am I am a little bit different. In that sense, uh, it's like, I, you know, this is my life. My life has been this way for the past uh, six or seven years, you know, as far as pursuing entrepreneurial endeavors, you know, having jobs here and there in between and um, so on and so forth. So just want to make that clear. I'm not advocating anybody just jump out, uh, quit their job and, you know, do what I'm doing. It, it's very... It's very risky. It's, it's very painful. You know, there's a lot of um, a lot of things that come with it. Um, a lot of struggle, especially if you're just starting from scratch. It, it, it'd be it'd be very, very, very hard. But life as we know it, life pre pre covid does not exist anymore. I mean. It's. You know, all the signs were there previously, previously to COVID that, you know, that, you know, people need to start their own businesses. People need to become more entrepreneurial. I mean, all these messages were out there already, you know, but 
I just feel like this moment, if you don't get it this moment, you will never get it. If you don't understand that everything you were doing pre-COVID, everything, literally everything, the way you eat, the way you shop, the way you educate yourself, the way you make money, the way you communicate with others, the way you, you know, attract uh, the opposite sex or same sex for those people, you know, who do that. Um, the romance, you know, that's a better word. Um, the way you do everything does not exist anymore. It's all new. Everything is new now. Everything is the new way. And you have to carve out your path and make your new way. Everything. I mean, literally everything. But, you know, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't. I don't. I don't. But um, but because we are living in these times right now, I just feel like I had to just say a little something. Um, but on that note, on that note, you know, um, I want you guys to, um, you know, stay tuned. You know, keep listening to the podcast because I'm going to be dropping a uh, YouTube channel to supplement the content that I have here. Um, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned for for that. Uh, I'll be probably mentioning those things, um, you know, how to find the YouTube channel within the next uh, within the next month or so. But, you know, um, you know, I, I'm just really um, I'm, I'm really in tune with my with my, uh, I guess, entrepreneurial spirit, I guess you could say, because I'm really focused on multiple streams of income, really focused on that. Um, I've been focusing on that for a little, a little while now, more so in my e-commerce business, how to get multiple streams of income. Because, you know, at first, as you guys, uh, if, if you've been following the podcast at first, you know, I was solely on Amazon and that was it. But I have I have built other streams of income outside of Amazon. Um, and um, now I'm just looking to diversify my my entrepreneurial uh, endeavors and you know I'm gonna jump over there to YouTube and and uh, like I said you know I don't have my job anymore so just letting you guys know now I'm gonna start selling shit <laughs> you know I'm gonna start selling shit you know so um so you know just uh stay tuned for the for the upcoming podcasts to get that information on how to, you know, join me on YouTube. Um, let's see what else, what else, what else did I want to talk about before I got into the nitty gritty? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I want to talk about at the beginning before I got into the, to the, to the, to the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. Well, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really hopeful, you know, I'm really hopeful on what, um, what I'm doing. Um, I've been, you know, doing a whole lot of different things in terms of my e-com business, um, over the past year and, um, more so this year, you know, more so this year, last year was just kind of like, um, the beginning in terms of me opening my mind and learning about different platforms. Um, but I, I am, a hundred percent sold on the idea of multi-channel and, um, uh, and if you want, you know, if you haven't heard the previous podcast, I I've done, um, podcasts on, the different platforms that I sell on, um, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Poshmark, Macari. I dedicated a whole episode to each one of those platforms. So I was, I would recommend you go back to those and, and kind of just listen in a little bit. Um, I started off as an Amazon seller and I'm just, um, I'm really, I'm really excited that, um, I kind of just opened up and started going multi-channel. 
that is that is a way to go. It's the way to go. Um, these these platforms are so powerful. They do so much that um, we can't do individually. You know, I can't just get a website and start selling off my website just like right off the bat, you know. Um, but the the platforms, the, the different channels, they allow us to, you know, put our products into in, in front of, you know, millions and millions of people. And and those people are looking for so many different things, you know, um, and with more people going online to make purchases, it's only going to get better from here. It's only going to go up from here. So, you know, it's pretty amazing. You know, and, and, and um, you know, I think uh, I think the goal is to leverage these platforms to move them to our own channels. Right. So, you know, we get our customers from from these these different platforms and and eventually move them over to, you know, your own Shopify website or something like that. I mean, I think that's a good strategy. Um, but if you don't want to go that route, I, I highly recommend just being multi-channel, just point blank and si- point blank, simple, just being multi-channel, being on many platforms, seeing what does well on this platform versus that platform, you know, but, um, having an Amazon only business is, is, is entirely dangerous. So speaking of Amazon, you know, I got it. I got, I got, I got a little burnt. I got a little burnt by Amazon, you know, um, uh, a couple of months ago I had a couple of months ago, I was at a point where I just canceled my Amazon sus- subscription. I wasn't, I wasn't selling anything on it. Um, I was purely, I was mostly eBay. Um, you know, I was on Poshmark and Macari, obviously, and um, I did wasn't making any sales, you know, instead of paying them $40 a month for no reason, I had um, canceled my subscription. This was actually back in March. Um, and, um, and then I found a few opportunities, a few opportunities that, um, well, I found one in particular, one in particular opportunity at the time that I thought would be profitable, thought would be uh, worth pursuing. Um, I had um, came across some products from one of my suppliers. You know, um, when I when I was doing wholesale, uh, when I was doing Amazon solely, you know, I signed up for a whole bunch of wholesale accounts wholesale accounts with a lot of different companies and every now and then you know I get their newsletter in my email right so I open open my email I see an interesting looking product and um and I I I go to Amazon I I, I see that the product was doing really well on Amazon and I decided I wasn't going to sell it on Amazon I was just I was going to sell it on eBay um I talked about this product I talked about this brand before, um, but anyways, I, I um, um, you know, did my eBay thing. It was pretty good. Did some test orders, you know, ordered 20, 30 units, you know, that went well. Ordered 75 units the next time. That went okay uh, on eBay. You know, I got a chance to really dig into, you know, um, optimizing eBay listings just to kind of make sure I'm I'm uh, on top of the search and making sure, make it, just making sure I'm converting um, because the sales started slowing down on eBay uh, because the time since I had uh, submitted a reorder, um, the time I submitted a reorder to the time that I got, I received the reorder, there were a lot of knockoffs on uh, eBay, a lot of knockoffs on uh, Etsy, at a lot of knockoffs on Amazon. Um, I wouldn't say they're knockoffs, but they're you know similar type products that they that, that that weren't there. They weren't there when I first was testing this product on eBay. So it got to a point where um, 
I was no longer making sales on eBay. Um, and at this at this point, I had ordered um, like maybe I don't know sixty units or seventy five units. Um, it came in five different colors, so I had different colors. I had basically five. I had a basically on eBay. I had a, a variation listing, so you know, five colors and so on and so forth. Um, and you know, every now and then I look at Amazon, see see what's going on with this particular product on Amazon. And you know, since since the first time I looked at it on Amazon, I mean, it's only been one seller. I noticed the pictures change every now and then. I mean, whoever was uh, whoever was whoever this one seller was, I think they were you know, basically optimizing the listing, um, they were making it better. You know, the pitches were getting better over time. Um, sales rank looked amazing, you know, it was in the maybe 400, 500, 600s, um, in the, uh, I think it was the home improvement category. I think that's amazing, amazing, um, amazing sales rank and I was like I, I don't want to go this I don't want to go this route and the price was pretty decent up there too um um for the volume you know the price was pretty decent you know I, I estimated I would be able to make about three four dollars if I was able to sell it on Amazon at that price three or four dollars per unit like I said sales rank was you know jumping between you know 500 and a thousand you know, back and forth, you know, you know how that goes. Um, but, but, but the, the, the tricky part is it's a variation listing. So on variation listings, the sales rank could be a little bit tricky because sometimes, uh, a very, uh, on, on Amazon, it was a variation listing, right? Um, I had a variation listing on eBay, you know, the totally separate Just want to make that distinguish. Uh, distinguishment. So on, on on Amazon, it's a variation listing. And the sales ranks um, sometimes on variation listings. If you click on a particular listing, and um, um, I use uh, DS Quick, I, I use what is it called? DS Quick Amazon or DS Amazon Quick. I use that uh, Chrome extension to give me sales ranks and things like that. And I also have. Um, uh, Rev seller, R E V seller, Rev seller. I have that. I have that subscription. Um, allows me to get the sales rank and things like that. But anyways, it's a little bit tricky on variation listings because sometimes the sales rank is the exact same for each listing. Okay, but that does not mean that that product, the data on that sales rank, is coming from that particular product, right? So, so if I have a sales, if a, if it's a variation listing, let's say there's five colors, um, uh, um, and and the thing is that this this listing in particular, this variation listing, was uh, let's see, five colors. So there's ten total listings in the variation. So there's five colors, and then the second uh, the second group of variations was. Um, uh, multi-pack. So instead of buying one, you buy two of this particular color, you know, so on and so forth. So the, the sales rank represented that entire 10 listings. So you don't know which one is the hottest seller. You don't know which one is a good seller, you know, but anyways, um, that's important for what I'm, what I'm going to eventually get into. So once I, once my sales on eBay stopped uh, stopped coming in as frequently. Um, I had, I said, you know what, let me, um, and by this time I had, uh, I said, you know what, I, I, I believe in this product. It's, 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 it's a great product, so on and so forth. Um, everything, um, you know, for the most part, this was a great scenario to sell on Amazon, right? Great sales rank, even despite, despite the variation listing, I was very confident that, you know, that the sales would come in because I made those sales. I made great sales on eBay at a particular time. So, you know, one seller, great sales rank, and um, price, you know, the, the, the price it was selling for, you know, um, 
was what about two and a half times or two yeah about two and a half times or three times um what i bought it for you know so so there was profit there like i said it'd probably be about three units three dollars profit per unit um so i said you know what let me let me jump back on amazon let me jump back on amazon let me let me do this right so i you know i buy um 150 units of three different colors um 150 units of three different colors and i'm like okay let me send it in to the amazon and um yeah you know my gut told me not to do this right so yeah you know i send in the amazon i mean it takes forever for it to reach the warehouse and not only that i made a mistake I had, um, like, say, for example, you know, the color was black. I had sent the purple. I had sent the purple to the black uh, for the black listing. Okay. So I didn't realize this until I shipped it off. So, you know, I'm contacting Amazon saying, hey, you know, how do I fix this? And they were telling me, uh, you know, just basically close the listing. Don't delete it. Just close the listing so that way you're, you're... when your products get to the warehouse, they won't sell. Okay, because uh, if I if I would have sold it, if I would have sold it, the person buying black would end up getting purple. So I was like, okay, yeah, that was my bad, right? So I'm like, oh man, this is gonna take forever for the units to be available to me for me to, for me to be able to remove those units and get them sent back to me. So. Um, you know, so I had uh, I had uh, two other colors that were fine. I sent those I sent those in FBA. Um, you know, it just taken forever for it to become available for sale. I mean, even and I'm, I'm talking like I sent this maybe early July uh, to FBA, and I still have one particular uh, listing that doesn't even have the full amount that I sent in available. Um, so I'm still waiting on that. I mean, it's been like a month, month and a half is, is August 23rd right now. So, um, and I'm still, you know, pulling those units out that I mistakenly sent. I'm still, you know, I'm removing them as they become available. They all don't become available at the same time. So I'm removing whatever available units that ex- that as they become available um, in their system, I'm removing them. Um, now, the 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 thing that worried me the most was not only do I have money just sitting there at FBA because the units aren't even available for sale, uh, many of them aren't. So as soon as I become uh, available on the correct units that I, the correct uh, colors that I sent, guess what happens? That one seller, that one seller wants to drop the price by $3. Now, I did tell you that there was a $3 profit at the price that it was. So I go in, seller drops the price $3. Once my once mine's become available, I mean it's just like classic dumb Amazon seller crap, right? Where you're lowering the price, but this, but there's only me and you. There's only two sellers, and that usually does not happen. That usually happens when there's many sellers competing for the buy box. But you know this person, you know, you know, I. That's the game you play. You know, when you're selling on Amazon. So I can't get mad at that. You know, it's annoying, but I can't get mad. I mean, it's just that's the game that you play when you're on Amazon. So um, I'm like, you know what? I got to get out this product. I got I to. Gotta, this is it's not working. This product is not working. It's just not. It's not working on eBay. I did everything I possibly could on eBay. And it's not working on Amazon. This, this, is, this isn't going to work. So, you know, so right now I'm selling through, I, I lower my price. Um, uh, see, I think that the, the profit was maybe about $3 and 
45 cents originally or $3.80 or something like that. And then by that person dropping the price by $3 and I did the same thing, my profit was like a dollar, like a dollar 24, um, a dollar and 24 cents. And it got to the point where it's like, okay, well, I lower my price, but I'm still not getting the buy box. I'm still not getting any sales, zero. Now a sales rank of, you know, thousand or less, you expect to see sales like crazy. Um, but I'm not getting the buy box. And then not only that, I think the demand for the product has been going down because the sales rank went up by about a thousand. So it's just hovering below 3000. So it went from 500 when I first saw it three or four months ago. And now it's hovering under 3000, about 2700, 2500. So the sales are slowing down from, you know, from when I first saw the product on Amazon. So not only is not only is the demand going down, but I'm not getting the buy box and making any sales. So you know what? I said, you know what? I got to get out this product. I got first of all, I still have more to sell. I have about um I sent in now here, here's here's the issue, right? My main issue is um so I sent my goal is to send uh units in for three different listings. I screwed up on one of the listings, sending the wrong color. So I'm waiting for that to get back to me, right? Now, the other two, one of them, half of the units that I sent are still not available. And then on the third listing, um, those were good. Those were all, those all became available eventually. And I'm, but I'm not getting any sales. So I'll, even at a lower my price, they're the same as the other seller. And... I'm missing half of the units on the other listing. And then the first listing that I sent the wrong color in, obviously nothing's happening happening with that. And let me tell you something else. So on that listing that I sent the wrong color for, I get an email saying that Amazon accidentally disposed of my inventory and that I will be reimbursed. I don't know when. I don't know how, but when I go look up the units, they're still there. You know, it's just like, oh my goodness, this Amazon shit is like killing me. Like, like what is going on? Like, what's going on? You know, so I'm still, you know, in limbo with that one because I still have to, and I'm still trying to figure out. And, and, and they don't specifically say that they disposed of that particular product. But luckily, that is, that's, that's the only product that I did a removal order on. And they were in the email said that, you know, if you did removal orders between this time and this time, we accidentally disposed of it. So they're not really specific. They're just saying we disposed of removal, removed inventory that you did between this time and this time. But so I don't know what they disposed of and what they didn't. Because I got a box in the mail about a couple of days ago with the units that I removed from, you know, the units that I removed. Uh, I probably got maybe like 10 or 15 of them. So I, the total was 150. So I'm like, okay, well, that one's in limbo. I know it's going to be a while between before that one's 100% completely resolved. In the meantime, I need to get out this product. I need to stop selling this product. I need to stop dealing with this product. Um, so I even lowered my price by another dollar just to get the buy box and get sales. I'll be making about 24 cents, no, 45 cents, excuse me. I'll make 45 cents per sale. I'm okay with that. I just want my money back. I don't want to lose any money. I just want my money back and I'm starting to see sales now, you know, they're not as fast, you know, but I'll see sales. Um, if everything goes how they're going now. I should be sold out of those products, you know, within the next month. But I still have more, and you know, I still have about fifty units of uh, of the other two left that are just sitting here that I that I saved for eBay. I was like, okay, let me just sell these on eBay. Um, so you know, I'm, I probably would send those back into Amazon just to get the sales, just to get the volume, get out the product, and be done. You know, so you know, all together, that's about. It, was, it came to be about almost $3,000 worth of inventory. 
that I have tied up, you know, that I'm still working around and trying to move around, you know, and trying to get back. You know, it's going to take some time. So that really screwed me. Um, that, that, that screwed me, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I, I, I knew not to do this. <laughs> I knew not to do this. You know, I, I just knew it. You know, I had I, but I didn't follow my gut. So um, Amazon burnt me a little bit. Now. Where I I'm finding a little more success on Amazon right now is with a product that I've been uh, viewing or looking at or seeing rather for the past maybe six months or so. But I thought I couldn't get it. Let me explain. So I'm getting ready to explain to you how I I make $700 in two hours. And I probably will be making more for the same two hours. Um, right now, I mainly sell a collection from a particular brand, right? And, you know, I've talked about this thing many times. Now, this company that I, uh, who's my supplier, um, you know, they have listings on Amazon. I don't sell them on Amazon, um, there, there are times when I sell them on Amazon if for some reason they're not selling elsewhere, if they're just slow. And if there's no, um, you know, if, you know, if, if, there, if, 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 if for that, for that product, if it's on Amazon, sometimes it's not on Amazon, but if it is on Amazon, I'll put it up there. If it's not like a lot of sellers, I'll do it merchant fulfilled. I wouldn't send it FBA. I do a merchant fulfilled and every now and then I'll get sales, you know, um, when I'm selling it. When I'm, when I'm selling dead inventory, pretty much. But, um, but anyways, but I don't sell them on Amazon. I sell them on eBay mostly. And, you know, all the other platforms that I sell on, you know, so on and so forth. But um, this, this brand has a particular product on Amazon that I just, I've just, you know, just, just in the normal course of me doing what I do, just happen to see on Amazon.com. Um, but I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it on this, the company, the supplier's website. So I was like, okay, maybe they don't, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't sell it anymore. But it just didn't, it didn't register with me because obviously they're selling it because there's a seller on the listing. And, you know, this listing has a great sales rank. I mean, there's only one seller. There's only one seller. Listing has a great sales rank, sales rank has, you know, hundred plus reviews and, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know how to estimate how many sales uh, that this product was doing a day, but I knew it was decent. I knew it was I knew it was it wasn't long tail. I'm talking about maybe at least five or six or seven a day. Um, but, you know, but I just you know, when I first saw it, I was like, OK, well, you know, I can't find it on the website, you know. Um, but then, like I said, I noticed this product about eight months ago, six, six to six 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 plus months ago, I noticed the product on Amazon. I was like, man, that's, that's that's pretty cool. One seller. I mean, it's not on the website. That's a cool little deal. But for some reason, I just didn't register to to go deeper or to think to think about it more. Um, so doing what I do, just a normal course of business, I happen to see the same product uh, being sold on eBay. And uh, this person, uh, it looks like this person, you know, you know, probably was a reseller or not. You know, they they bought they bought this particular product um, or they, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they got the product, but it was a new condition. You know, uh, they posted it and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. OK, so I'm, I'm looking at the listing. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to find the, the item number, you know, or something, you know, something that can lead me to maybe it's on the supplier website, right? The item number or barcode, you know, I'm just looking at the pictures and lo and behold in the pictures, the tag, I look at the, uh, skew, I look at the SKU number and there it is. So I put the SKU number in the suppliers, in my supplier's website, nothing, Right. So it finally dawned on me to just contact a supplier and say, hey, do you still have XYZ SKU number? 
no, we don't sell that. It's discontinued. But if you want to buy it, you have to buy X amount of units at a time. You know, so so you 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 basically basically have there's a minimum order quantity of uh, X amount if you want to still buy it. If if you, if you want us to make it and buy if you want us to make it and you want to buy it, so you're gonna buy it under these these conditions. I said hell yeah. I said yes. You know how much are the how much are the uh, how much is it? How much is it per unit? Thirteen dollars. Yes. OK, so I got to buy I got to buy X amount at thirteen dollars for them to sell it to me. It's, it's not on their website anymore. It's a discontinued product. Now, the item, the product sells for thirty four ninety nine on Amazon. OK, and there's only one seller. And if I look at the history, it's only been one seller for the past year. So there's someone, there's a seller out there just milking that listing, just milking it, you know, just milking it, <laughs> you know. So um, I said, yes. OK, so I buy, I buy the minimum order that uh, that they required, sent it in Amazon. All right. So um, sent it in Amazon just to test it. Right. I mean, this was this. It was worth the risk. Right. It was worth the risk because I knew based on the data um, how well this might do. I mean, if it did poorly, I'll still sell out and I will sell out in a reasonable, reasonable, reasonable amount of time. But I knew based on the data that I looked at, this was going to be this is this is a hit. So once I send it in to Amazon, yeah, it took a little while for it to, you know, for it to become available, you know. I'm not a fan of that, but, you know, that's what happened. And, you know, I started selling about three a day. Okay. Once it became available, I do about three a day. All right. So I had a, so I was out of stock in about uh, 15 days, you know, 15 days from being available. Okay. So I'm like, okay. This is solid. This is a solid deal. This, this, this was not a gimmick. And during that time, I'm noticing the reviews are going crazy in terms of like how many reviews the product is getting. I mean, it's going from 125 to one, uh, uh, um, 135 in a matter of like a week or so. So if you know anything about Amazon reviews... I mean, it takes a lot of sales of something to get a review, right? So um, generally speaking, you know, it's not easy to start getting reviews on, on Amazon. You know, you have to sell a decent amount. Um, like, for example, I, I sold in 2019, I sold 5,000 units on Amazon. And I only got like, uh, my reviews are only 97, I have 97 reviews, 5,000 units sold, you know, so, um, anyways, um, so I'm like, this is dope right here. This is dope. So, you know, um, so what do I do? I, so, oh, so let me, let me back up a little bit. So I was actually, I actually sold out sh shorter than uh, 15 days. Probably, it was probably like around maybe 10 or 10 or 11 days. Because what I did was I said, all right, this is a great, this is, this is a, a, a home run on Amazon. Let me, you know, let me put it up on eBay and uh, see what it does. Let me put it up on Macari. Let me see what it does on Macari. Um, and where else do I put it? Poshmark. Now I'm I'm getting it's it's not moving as fast on eBay as on Amazon, which is fine. But I notice I'm getting a lot of engagement, a lot of views, a lot of watchers, and I have sold some. Um, and guess what? I didn't even I didn't even take any pictures. I just used the pictures because, like I told you, I I saw this product. Somebody sold it uh, on somebody sold it on on eBay already. And I just, you know, took their photos and used those photos to sell it because they they saw it, they 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 took really good photos, and uh, people like those photos. 
because I'm getting a lot of views, a lot of watchers, a lot of interest. So I'm selling. I sold a few on Amazon. I mean, excuse me. I sold a few on eBay. I sold a few on Macari. And I, I don't think I sold any on Poshmark. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, this, this is, this is definitely going into the, uh, the, this is definitely going into my sales catalog because now there's only two sellers that have the product. This is a hot selling product. It's hot. You I mean, you have to, you have to position it a certain way. But the, the thing about uh, Amazon is there's a lot of momentum already built into the algorithm for this particular product. And right now I'm, I'm hoping that I'm building the algorithm for that product on eBay. So I'm hoping I'll do at least half, half of what I do on Amazon eventually on eBay as well. I just double up and I double up, right? So now that I know that it's a winner on Amazon for sure, and now that I know it's 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 very has lots of potential because I'm seeing consistent sales on um, on eBay as well. Uh, I, I sold out obviously in about maybe 10, 11 days. So now I'm doing the reorder. Okay, reorder. I double up on the uh, I double up on the amount of inventory that I bought originally because you know I want to see what it looks like when I buy a full month's worth of inventory. Um, because there were some days where I sold like five in a day. Um, and that's with me sharing the buy box. So I'm, I'm estimating this product probably sells, uh, at least seven to 10 units a day. And I make $10 profit on each one on each sale on Amazon. $10 profit each sale on Amazon. So if I'm doing three units a day times 30 days, that is 90 units. And that's equal to $900. I said $700 profit. This is pure profit too. Now I said 700, just give and take just to be conservative. Let me just to see if I'm wrong. You know, I think I'll, I'll make at least $7 and I do that in two hours. So the two hours is like the prepping, right? The prepping the, the products to send them to FBA. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, yeah, about two hours. I mean, it's probably less than that, but, um, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I kind of take my time a little bit when I'm prepping a little bit. So, um, let's just say it just, it takes me two hours. Um, that's a good damn deal. Two hours of work. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm waiting for my reorder. I should have that. Uh, I actually will have that on. Uh, um, when will I have that? I have I, no. I have I have sixty units. I have sixty units right now, um, being sent to FBA. Hopefully, those are available this week. And what I did was I kept a few to you know make sure I um, test it back on. I kept a few in my inventory to sell on eBay. So I had like 72 units originally, and then I kept 12. But what happened was while I was selling them on eBay, I noticed that um, the other seller had sold out. So now there was no sellers on this particular, for this particular listing. So I just merchant fulfilled my, um, my products instead of, instead of selling them on eBay and Poshmark and Macari, I just merchant fulfilled them on Amazon, uh, for $5 higher than, um, for $5 higher than, you know, what I usually sell it for. Like I said, it sells for 30, uh, I buy it for 13, sell it for 35. Uh, I put up their merchant fulfilled for 39 99 since there's no other sellers, obviously. And, um, and it sold out, you know, it didn't sell out fast because I think that I think it's very price sensitive. I didn't, you know, sell out very fast, but it was like, you know, over a course of about three or four days of listing, I sold out of, um, eight units, 
because I kept 12 and I already sold four on the other platforms. And I had eight more, um, eight more after that. And I just sold the rest of those eight on Amazon Merchant Fulfilled because, you know, the other seller was sold out and my products haven't um, become available yet on uh, FBA. It's a good damn deal. It's a good damn deal. It's just a good damn deal. And um, if you see something like that, if you see where if you if you see a product that is um, from the brand, one of the brands that you're selling and there's no other sellers, just ask about it. I mean, it's it's that simple. I could I could have been making at least a thousand dollars a month for the past eight months. Just easy, easy. You know, um, I could have done that, but it, I, I just it just did not ring a bell to contact the supplier and say, hey, here's a picture of this product. Do you still have it? And they would have said yes. <laughs> you know, so anyways, um, that's one of the things that I'm working on is is um, making sure I keep that in the pocket. Um, last thing I want to get into before I get out of here, um, I want to talk about a new platform that I'm on, um, that I'm really excited about, uh, and that is Etsy, 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 man, Etsy is amazing. Etsy is, Etsy is amazing and it's better than eBay in some ways, um, it's, it's it's great. It's great. I just got finished reading an article um, from, you know, from the Etsy website just to try to learn more about what they're doing and how I can succeed better. Um, oh, man, I'm really excited about Etsy. I mean, I, I jumped on Etsy back in, I think, June. I just put a few products on there. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing crazy. I just put like maybe one or two. And I got a few sales, um, but nothing crazy though, because I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't put much time into it. Um, but in in late July, I really got into, I really got into Etsy. I just started like posting my stuff on there. Um, but let me back up a little bit. Let me back up before I get into that. So, Poshmark is is not doing as good for me as it used to. Um, and that started in like June. June, my Poshmark sales have plummeted a lot. You know, um, there was a point where I was doing about three or $4,000 a month in sales on Poshmark consistently. Um, then that, that dipped real fast. I mean, I was selling about 90 90 units a month on Poshmark consistently, about 90. And, um, and I was making, you know, anywhere from 10 to $20 profit per unit. Um, Etsy, Etsy is, I get my best profit margin on Etsy. That's what Etsy is good for, for me. I get my best profit margin on Etsy. For the type of things that I sell specifically. And I think it's a great, it's a great icing on the cake platform for me right now. Um, but to get it beyond what I was doing before, I'm not sure what I have to do. I'm not sure how to take it from $3,000. Like I said, I was doing maybe three or 4000 and some some months I did like $5,000 in sales, but consistently about three, three and a half thousand dollars in sales a month. But in June, that shit just plummeted. Ah, man. But I like Etsy. I mean, I mean, excuse me, I like Poshmark. I really do. I still sell on Poshmark. I still sell a decent amount, but... Um, my eBay, eBay is my number one right now. I do, uh, I do most of my sales on eBay. Um, and it's funny because, you know, at first it was, uh, you know, Poshmark was my, my, my number one platform that I wanted to really grow on. Um, but that, that kind of changed, but, uh, eBay is doing amazing. And when I quit my job, there was like a, a few things that I, 
I said I was going to do to kind of increase my sales. I said, okay, if I do quit my job, let me just make sure I do these three things here to make sure my eBay store really pops. And and uh, my sales have been uh, increasing ever since I, qu I quit my job. My, my, um, my, uh, what is it? Because eBay, they do like a uh, 31 day running total of sales. Um, it, it shows you, right? It shows you like, you know, what are your sales for the last 31 days? Like, I guess, um, what do they call that? Like a running, um, it's loose. I'm, I'm losing my, uh, Losing, losing, I'm losing it. I don't, I'm not sure what it's called, but you know, if you sell on eBay, you know what I'm talking about, where it tells you what what your, what your sales were for the last 30, 31 days. I mean, a running total, I guess. I don't know, something like that. But anyways, it tells you what your sales were for, it tells you every day what your sales were for the last 31 days. And that number has been increasing um, significantly um, since I quit my job or quit quit that part-time job because of the, some of the things I was doing. Okay. Um, and what, what I was doing is pretty much, um, you know, listing more, um, and I had some things in the works prior to that finally came into fruition, like having more units of having, uh, more units, uh, of my, you know, my best selling stuff, um, and so on and so forth. But I jumped on Etsy late July because my, like I said, my Poshmark has been dying and, um, uh, and I wanted to just say, you know, I'm gonna get another platform. Let me just see what. Let me just see what 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 what's what's possible, right? Let me just put my, um, I think I put my, like my five best sellers, right? My five best sellers. I put them on Etsy, and the shit just blew up. It just it just lit on fire. My Etsy just lit on fire. Day one, or day two rather. Um. And I, I knew, I knew, I knew Etsy was, was something good because when, like I said, I started back in, uh, June, just putting a few products up. I put like seven products. That's, that's what I did. I put seven products up the very next day I got two sales. So I thought that was interesting. Okay. But anyways, but once I really started putting some products up, like I put my best sellers up, um, and I just started my best my best seller my best selling product right now does better on Etsy than it does on eBay. And it's kind of weird because I've been selling this product for about a year <laughs> a year now and it hasn't really for some reason it hasn't hit until earlier this year or like not earlier this year maybe like second quarter this year i really started seeing like sales on on uh, ebay for this product you know okay this this is one of my best sellers and this is this, this is clearly a best seller and then i put it on etsy and i'm literally selling about three or four units um a day on etsy this this one this one product now i'm selling other things as well but but this one here, this one particular product here is uh, selling about three or four units, units and making about $12 profit on a six, $16 item. Okay, so, so it's pretty damn good. And I ran out of stock and um, uh, I ran out of stock and... You know, I'm just listing more stuff. I'm listing more of my other stuff, and um, it's doing it's doing pretty well. So, total, my sales have been, uh, and it's it's just it's just amazing because Etsy, Etsy, Etsy is is it has the potential to overthrow my eBay. But I want I I'm not gonna let go of my eBay. I I want my eBay to be number one, obviously. But um, but I can get my Etsy store up to what I'm doing on eBay really quickly. And if I can do that, um, that'd be amazing. That'd be that'd be you know a real game changer. And that's what I'm that's what I'm working on right now. And I have no doubt that uh, my eBay and my Etsy store would be neck and neck. 
in terms of sales, my profits on Etsy would probably be much higher because their fee is lower. Um, their their fee their fees is lower, so that's gonna my my profit on Etsy is gonna be greater. But anyways, so let me just share with you some numbers real quick. So total my total sales on Etsy are two thousand eight hundred thirty two two thousand eight hundred thirty two dollars. And I sold a total of, uh, I think it's 70, uh, 73, 73 sales, 78 sales. I had 78 sales on Etsy. Um, this, like I said, my total sales were 2,832 that I've done on eBay. I mean, excuse me, Etsy, since I've been on Etsy, which was June. Now, $2,280 was just this month alone, August. Right now, it's August 23rd. So most of those sales were this month, right? But the only challenge that I have right now is staying in stock of my best-selling stuff. If I was in stock of my best-selling stuff, I would probably be close to double that right now. You know, um, and another great thing about eBay is that it's, um, oh, excuse me, Etsy, I'm getting those mixed up. Etsy is that uh, I just got finished reading an article about their algorithm. They tell you how they, how their algorithm works. How to make sure your products are in front of people. I thought that was freaking amazing. Because if you're talking about eBay and Amazon, that's all speculation. I mean, there's tons of YouTube videos about it and theories about it. And people are just speculating on how the algorithm works. Etsy tells you. So I'm like, I'm really paying attention. <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm really excited about Etsy. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to end it right there, y'all. I'm going to end it right there. I'm going to get back with y'all at another time. Like I said, keep uh, keep, keep, uh, keep, uh, keep tuned for upcoming episodes where I tell you about uh, where my YouTube channel is going to be or what it's going to be and how to find it. Um, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to be adding that into the mix here, you know, um, and um Really appreciative of you, you, you all listening. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm bringing some, some type of value. You know, I'm not telling you these things um, to brag or anything like that because uh, I, I go through a lot of shit. Like these are the highlights. Like there's a lot of shit that I, that I go through in my personal life and in my business, where it's like you know everything's not all gravy, but I'm doing what I'm, t- I'm doing now what i'm what i've told you that you need to do at the beginning of this podcast was keep your head down keep your head down keep working that's what i'm doing that's what i want you to do i want to win i want you to win and we can win together y'all so in the meantime stay on your grind and keep your mind on success